this episode, we are going to be reading The Secret Garden, Chapter 21 Someone Else in the Garden Now, before reading Chapter 21, let's get a recap of Chapter 20. Colin asks the head gardener, Mr. Roach, to order the gardeners to work in the greenhouses while the children, they, are in the gardens. Mary showed Colin the garden and Colin is mesmerised. He adores the secret garden and is cheered up by it. Chapter 21 Someone Else in the Garden Dickon pushed Colin around the garden. Colin wanted to hear about every tree, flower and blade of grass. Sometimes he laughed at Dickon's stories and Mary had to remind him to speak softly. They finally stopped under the apple tree. Colin noticed something new. That old tree over there, he inquired. Is it quite dead? Aye, Dickon said, but the roses have climbed over it. When the flowers bloom, it'll be the prettiest in the garden. It looks like a big branch has broken off, Colin remarked. I wonder how that happened. Mary felt uneasy because she didn't want her cousin to know about his mother's accident. She was relieved when the robin distracted Colin by darting over to its nest with a fat worm in its beak. Colin chuckled softly. He's taking an afternoon snack to his mate. I could use some tea and biscuits myself. Maybe... The garden was magical, Mary thought. Colin seemed like a completely different boy. His face glowed and he laughed. It was as though nothing could make him angry or afraid. I don't want this afternoon to end, Colin said, but I'll come back tomorrow and the day after and Every day after that, I'll see spring and summer here. I'll watch everything grow and I'll grow here myself, Dickon said. We'll have you walking and digging before long. Colin's face flushed. You think so? Dickon answered cautiously. Well, you've got legs, same as old folks. Mary was nervous until Colin said, There's nothing really wrong with them, except they're very weak and thin. I'm afraid to stand because they shake so much. You'll stop being afraid after a while, Dickon smiled. They were all quiet for some time. 
They wanted to enjoy every last minute of the afternoon, but their silence was broken when Colin said in an alarmed whisper, Who's that man? While pointing to the high wall, Mary and Dickon instantly turned around. It was Ben Weatherstaff on a ladder peering down at them. He shook his fist at Mary. I should have known it was you. You're a bad one, always poking your nose where it doesn't belong. Mary called back. It was the robin who showed me the way. This made old Ben madder. Don't you be blaming the robin, he bellowed. Then his curiosity got the best of him, and he asked, How did you get in? Before Mary could reply, Ben saw something coming across the grass. It was Colin in his wheelchair. Ben's jaw dropped in astonishment. Do you know who I am? Colin demanded. Ben was so shocked he could hardly speak. He hadn't seen Colin since he was a baby and had only heard the stories people told. At last, Ben said without thinking, I, I know you. You have your mother's eyes. You're the poor crippled lad. Colin's face turned beet red. He sat up and yelled, I am not a cripple. You don't have crooked legs? Ben asked in a hoarse voice. This was too much for Colin. His anger and pride made him forget everything else. He threw the blanket off his legs and called to Dickon for help. Colin grabbed Dickon's arm, struck out his thin legs on the grass and stood up, tall and straight as an arrow. Look at me, he shouted. What Ben did next was even more surprising to Mary. The old man choked and gulped and tears ran down his wrinkled cheeks. Ben gasped out, You're as thin and white as a ghost, but there's no, not a bump on you. Bless you, boy, you'll be a man yet. Colin stayed standing. In his Roger voice, he said, When my father is away, you have to obey me. This is my garden. Get down from the ladder. Miss Mary will show you inside. Now that you've seen us, you'll have to keep our secret. Ben could hardly take his eyes off the boy. Then he touched his hat politely and said, Yes, sir. Mary ran out the garden. Colin turned to Dickon, who was beaming. I told you that you could stand up when you stopped being afraid. He grinned. Colin held his head high. Then he remembered what Mary had said about Dickon. Are you doing magic? He asked. No, you're doing the magic, Dickon replied. The same magic that makes plants grow and trees blossom. 
I want to walk to that tree, Colin said. So, I will be standing there when he comes in. And he did it. Dickon held his arm, but Colin was wonderfully steady. He was standing beside the tree when Mary and Ben entered. Mary was amazed. Under her breath, she repeated, You can do it. Colin addressed Ben. Look at me. Am I a hunchback? Have I got crooked legs? Not you, sir, Ben said in almost his usual way. But why have you been hiding, letting folks think you're crippled and half-witted? Who said that? Colin demanded angrily. Lots of folks tell lots of lies, Ben said. Everyone said I was going to die, Colin said fiercely, but I'm not. Ben looked him up and down. No so, he said gently. You've got too much pluck. I saw that when you planted your feet on the ground. Now sit yourself back down, sir. Colin did sit. In a softer tone, he asked what work Ben did in the gardens. Anything, I'm told, the old man said. I'm kept on here because your mother, she liked me. There was a soft look in his eyes. This was her garden. After she was gone, I'd come here in secret and climb over that wall. But the last two years, I haven't been able to because of my stiff knees. So, you did the cutting and the pruning? Dickon exclaimed. Ben continued, Mrs. Craven was so fond of this place. Once she made me promise that if she was ever ill or away, I tend her roses. When she died, everybody was ordered to stay out. But I kept my promise. I'm glad you did, Colin said kindly. Sadly, all good things must come to an end, so I bid you good night, sleep tight, and don't let the bedbugs bite.